0: You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez.
1: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. It is Wednesday, August 23rd. And earlier today, Ian Rappaport and Tom Pilacero reported Sam Darnold has been named QB2 of the San Francisco 49ers. And as you can imagine, reactions, questions, and chaos ensued. Here to join me to talk all about it is Vish Kumaran. How are you doing today, Vish?
0: I'm good, Steph. I'm good. How are you?
1: Not too bad. Not too bad. Just uh, reeling a little bit from the news. So, I mean, we'll get right to it because there's just so much to talk about. And I think we got to take a step back for a sec to to recap what happened yesterday. Because yesterday... It was Tuesday, Kyle Shanahan spoke with the media after practice. He was specifically asked about QB2, to which he said he would announce it before week one. And he definitely could rotate his backup quarterback throughout the week, throughout the season. And pretty much spelled no end in sight to this quarterback situation that we've grown so accustomed to. Um, however, again, as I mentioned, this afternoon, Ian Rappaport, Tom Pellicero reported that uh, Sam Darnold has been named QB two and Brock Purdy, of course, is going to be the starter and that leaves Trey Lance's future in question. The one thing that stood out to me, Vish too, from these reports is that almost immediately after reporting, okay, Sam's the QB two Ian Rappaport went on to say this about Sam Darnold. And then Tom Pelissero went on to say something nice about Trey Lance. So there was This, uh, I don't know, it just seemed like, of course, as always wanting to shed some positivity to this weird situation. And I kept hearing the same, like, quote of exploring options with Trey Lance. So I I wonder, Vish, like, do you have an opinion on where you think this came from? Like, is it the 49ers? Is it the agent? And what was up with the timing of this as well? So close to... You know, Kyle saying he wasn't going to announce it right away.
0: Yeah, I think Grant nailed the timing um, when he said that because the both of these guys share the same agent, right? They're both CAA clients represented by Jimmy Sexton, big quarterback agent. Um, and I think he nailed it that when Kyle Shanahan said that, I think the agent was like, "Nah, nah, nah!" Like, um, you've got to either pick one or the other. It's got to be either you get Trey Lance or you get Sam Darnold, And I think that's what they did. They elected to go with Sam Darnold, which is what I was telling stats they were going to do on Monday, despite the fact that Trey Lance was coming off of that performance against the Broncos. It just felt like what they were going to do. And so um, now we're, I think, in a situation where exploring options is basically code for, hey, we're going to try to trade Trey Lance, but if we don't get any compensation for him, I think exploring options is we're going to make him take a pay cut to stay on. Or something like that, right? I tweeted about this earlier today, because I, I don't know why I had an inkling that this was going to become a conversation. So I was tweeting earlier today about how one of the reasons I think Shanahan refrained from naming the uh, number two quarterback is so that they could explore trading the other guy without killing his trade value, and go with Brandon Allen as their number three because from a financial standpoint, Brandon Allen is what makes sense for them as the number three quarterback. And the Niners showed last year that they're very conscious about the financial dynamics of their quarterback room because despite being able to take Jimmy Garoppolo's cap hit last year, they reduced his base salary down to be lower than that of Trey Lance's to ensure that it was clear that he was the starting quarterback in Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo was the backup quarterback. And so in this particular case, it felt weird if we looked at Trey Lance as the third string quarterback, though he wasn't the third string quarterback. It was starting to trend that it was looking, at least according to some media members, that it was looking that way. We weren't actually sure at that point um, whether he was the third string quarterback when it was starting to look like that. I was tweeting, why would they pay nine million dollars to keep a third string quarterback? And I think that's where we are. Now, I think what you brought up is interesting. Which is why do we know that Trey Lance, like they're they have named him the number two quarterback publicly, and I think that's also just an agent thing, right? Like you want that information. Actually, I'm not sure. Forget, forget. That was not a good answer by me. So I'm gonna think about it a little bit more and leave it because yeah. But this you is can, this. You can pull a
1: Kyle Shanahan Vish, and just pre-record your, your right, right, right. I could pre-record
0: and pre-decide my answers. I could also pull a Kyle Shanahan and and tell everybody the week before the draft in my presser that I want a starting quarterback. And when I'm asked about Garoppolo's future, you know, I will never, I don't know if anybody's going to be alive and all of that. And then what he said, it's a man, it, are we going to really, let's, are we going to get into all of that? Like this is such an awkward situation, Steph. And it's weird to me because I think a lot of people say it's a failure since they drafted Trey Lance. And uh, I think in some ways it is, but here's my thing with saying that I was not a big proponent of them drafting Trey Lance before the draft because I felt like the situation with the timeline specifically and the issues of things he needed to improve on didn't make sense with the 49ers timeline to win. Now they felt differently and they drafted him and I thought they had a plan for him and maybe they had a plan for him and the only thing is he got hurt. We never found out either way we have reached a catastrophic point when you've drafted that much to get a guy and he's your third string quarterback two years later. But I think the biggest failure here, Steph, started before the draft. And I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of where all of this starts, right? When you make a desperation move a month before the before the draft, right? You don't know who you were going to take when you traded up. But they admitted that, right? They admitted they went up there to go and evaluate those quarterbacks further and all of that. And that's where Steph I think the big mistake was made. I think they had a misevaluation on their team. I think they misevaluated how difficult it would be to move off of Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they misevaluated how much their team was attached to Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they misevaluated quite a few things there. And I think they had two options when they drafted Trey Lance and they picked the latter. One was play him immediately and tell your roster to either, hey, you deal with playing or we're going with Trey Lance. We've already committed this plan. This is what we're going with. And they chose the other, which was to play Jimmy Garoppolo. And kind of since then, it's been a funky timeline for Trey Lance to be integrated into this roster.
1: Yeah, I think the the mistake people are gonna look at this and think, Oh, like not naming Trey Lance the QB two, that's a mistake, trading him now as a QB two. The real mistake was drafting him in the first place. And like you said, Vision up, yeah, up. Yeah, maybe the move, the move up, move up like yeah. that. That's that's the first mistake because you they didn't even move up for a player, a specific quarterback. They moved up to a spot yeah. and they said, one of these guys is going to pan out. We're going to end up liking one of these guys. Let's just do it. So they ended up doing that. And I guess they liked Trey Lance, but it seemed even after they picked him, it, it just always felt like they, it didn't match the, how much they gave up for him. It didn't match with their actions afterwards and how they proceeded to handle Trey Lance as a player and his development And all that. And I mean, of course it also was because as we know, this 49ers roster was in a position where they needed to win or, you know, I don't know the players, you couldn't really sell them the idea that, okay, we're going to take our lumps and develop this guy. We're probably going to lose along the way, but at least he's going to get these reps. Um, and so maybe they couldn't sell that idea. It was just a misevaluation from every I think term. it goes
0: goes further than that though. I think the issues, it's an this is an ownership issue. When you make a move like that and you make it the way these guys made it, I don't think you blame Shanahan or John Lynch. Because Steph, if I told you that I want to use a hundred dollars, what's the first question you're gonna ask me before you give me a hundred dollars?
1: What are you gonna use it for?
0: Exactly. So How did Jed York say, okay, guys, trade two first-round picks, go make that move without them having a definitive answer of, Jed, we're going up to take this guy. That's why we want to use these assets. And if you didn't question them, if they had the power to basically be able to do that, then they can do kind of do whatever they want. And I think that's probably the biggest issue, that there's there's not an ownership pressure on either of these guys, or there's not an ownership pressure on this move. And that's where... It, it, it's to me if we're blaming somebody like it starts there now i think the issue with kind of going as far as blaming is that hey this is a team that also went to back to back nfc championship games they're telling you brock purdy's their answer now if you you want to be skeptical of brock purdy that's fine but they're telling you brock purdy's the answer and that's where we got to kind of let this play out right because if they're right on brock then it might suffice for them being wrong about trade cuz they're wrong about trade at this point right when you're third string quarterback two years into your career after they use three ones for you, you're wrong. So um that's where if you're, if they're right about Brock, then you get it right. Right. Like you get it. You get a get out of jail free card, but if you're not right about Brock, well, heads are going to roll.
1: That's, that's another thing. A part of this discussion. There's so many like micro discussions that could be had, uh, based on all of this, right. but one thing is, like, did they, in doing this, create a little more pressure on, on Brock Purdy now? Now, I don't feel like Brock Purdy's the kind of quarterback who's going to get rattled by pressure. I mean, right. we saw as much in, in last year's, uh, you know, end of last year, uh, but, you know, even so, I don't know if you want a young quarterback having that much on his shoulders now that, you know, you're trading Lance away, so I don't know. I think... Anytime that Brock Purdy makes a mistake, it's it's gonna look badly on, you know, Kyle and John and, and the team. And it, you know, Brock Purdy's gonna hear that and he's gonna think it's his fault. And that that could get ugly too, but I don't think it is Brock Purdy's fault. I mean, he's just in this situation, uh, so hopefully, you know, he doesn't take it too hard. I don't think he will. Um, but I'll said maybe all those misevaluations are the reason this team can't get over the hump. I mean, it's Definitely going to be one of the things we point at. Uh, That's kind of just the nature of this decision and, and them whiffing on it so badly. I mean, how many first round picks did they give up for this miss? How many guys could they have had to help build out this roster? You look at how everyone is saying this roster is so top heavy now. Wow, the depth is just not what it used to be. Do you think we'd be saying that if the 49ers had those picks that they used on Trey lands instead? I don't know. I,
0: I don't. Yeah. I mean, we can go back and do that. And I mean, there might be a time to do that. I don't know. Cause it, it's tough, right? Cause you have to then hit on those picks. What if they didn't hit on those picks regardless, right? We Mike get into Harstons, a realm man, of like,
1: they could have had right. And right, and, and, Nick and
0: I've said that too, right. You go back and look at <laughs> any of the non-quarterbacks taken in the top 10 or the top 12 of the 2021 draft, whether you say Pat Sertan, Rashawn Slater, A Sua, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith like every one of those players is an excellent player JC J. Horn, Pat Sertan. So they, they definitely could have gotten an excellent player of Kyle Pitts if they don't go quarterback there. But they, they went quarterback, right? And they missed that. They missed on it. Now I, I think it really comes down to Brock, like you mentioned. Does it increase the pressure on Brock? No, I, I don't think so, because I think Brock's success and Brock being successful is completely independent of Trey Lance, right? Like Brock, doing Brock's thing is independent to Brock. The pressure is on Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch to win games with Brock Purdy, right? And it's to win games with, and it, oh yeah, William Bonnet or Bonet, whether he's French, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Bonnet. But um, William Bonnet's exactly right. If they keep winning, right, and they're successful with Brock, then... Hey, nobody really cares, but if they aren't successful with Brock, even if Trey doesn't succeed, it's like, how did you make that decision? And then here's one thing I will mention, right? Because I do think this needs to be mentioned. The fact that they are making this move and they're so confidently making it two years into Trey Lance's career when he's only played four games. I think that's screen scary for the evaluation that they have formed about Trey Lance over the last two years. And if their evaluation is that confident in practice over the last two years that they don't even want to see what happens on the field, they've already decided to go with Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold, right, Steph? If they have decided that, then practice must be alarming. And you have to wonder, again, goes back, right? How did they take the guy in the first place?
1: (laughs) it makes it makes absolutely no sense it's baffling I know a lot of people have said there was no competition at QB2 the 49ers had already made up their mind the second that they signed Sam Darnold on this team and they could say what they want yeah I mean Brock Purdy was coming back from injury and all that but wow they they signed Sam Darnold really fast and for him to now be announced as the QB two after all we heard national media, as soon as he got signed. Oh yeah. Like they, they like Darnold. He's here to be the starter. If Brock isn't ready. And as soon as Brock was ready is like, okay, Darnold's going to be the backup all off season. That is what we heard. So it kind of did feel like the 49ers, had made up their mind on Sam Darnold being that guy. And maybe they had some like bias or lean towards Darnold, even before they let it all play out. I really hope that's not the case. Um But you know, the chips were kind of falling and, and it, it was kind of hard or it was easy to see the tea leaves actually. Like I I'd been saying it, Oh, it kind of feels like Darnold's going to be the guy. And at some point Lance is going to be the odd man out and he's going to get traded. So now we're kind of at that crossroads. This is a really important time for the franchise, and I don't know what happens because, okay. So Kyle Shanahan is going to speak to the media on KNPR. Actually, he already spoke to the media. It was pre-recorded. Um, you know, pre-approved questions. I'm sure pre-written answers. All of that. We did get a snippet of what. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said in that KNBR interview. And one of the things he said is this isn't a thing where we're giving up on Trey. You only get so many reps at it. We feel starting about 10 days ago, Sam really separated himself when we got to keep it real in that way. And he also went on to say that, you know, they want to, they don't want to get rid of Trey Lance. Um, This is a thing where we're, this isn't a thing. Oh, that's the one I just read. I could have sworn I had another quote in here about, them wanting to keep. here it is i really hope when it's said and done that all three guys are here you never know when that's going to come up we needed four guys last year if we could have trey as an option here i would feel extremely happy about that so i'm like wait so are they planning on keeping him like i i don't know what the plan i, I is. think
0: i think he can't write it off because what happens if they're unable to trade him they're not going like to cut him. jimmy
1: garoppolo right they're 2.0. not going to cut him so
0: he can't right he can't write it off and i think that's what's happening here Um, but yeah, I think we've reached a point. They, they told us Brock Purdy was a starter. Brock Purdy was the guy. Um, but I, I think, yeah, we've reached a point where we kind of, kind of just evaluate this team from the lens of how do they do it with Brock Purdy? How successful are they with Brock Purdy? Right? Like they kind of, they kind of just, they they're burying Trey Lance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we know the writing is on the wall. It has been. So, I mean, this is the the scenario now. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about the KMBR interview or just like the timing of all this, because shortly after the news broke, um, practice started and Trey Lance was not there. Uh, so for whatever reason, like that could indicate, oh, maybe a trade is is happening. I don't know. Could also mean, you know, Trey's just not very happy with the decision that was made, and he didn't feel like being there. Um, more power to him. But after practice, Fred Warner and Javon Hargrave were set to speak with the media. And despite all of what was happening on the internet and everyone talking about this, the 49ers didn't think that it would be a good idea to just cancel those two-player interviews. So, of course, Fred Warner goes out there and he gets asked immediately about the quarterback situation in which Fred Warner has no idea what is going on. I mean, why would he? And I don't know. It just felt very weird that the 49ers would like let him go out there knowing damn well that he was going to be asked about the situation and not handle it themselves. Yeah.
0: So that, that was terrible media, right? Like they stuck him out like a pig for slaughter out there. Like Fred Warner, he did not look like that was, that was come on. Like that's Niners PR. You got to do a better job of protecting Fred Warner from being the one that has to handle that situation. Either stick John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan up there Or don't put anyone up there until one of them talks and gives definitive answers on it, right? Like, that was wild.
1: And embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I mean, like, first of all, this is your own doing. Like, we've talked about the fact that, okay, yeah, they missed on the Trey Lance trade. This decision is their own own up to it. Face the music that you created. Don't go on CanBr, the the flagship or whatever uh, station of the 49ers, um, and have it be pre-recorded and give your BS answers. So, I mean, that interview is going to be airing in about 10 minutes, by the way, if you guys care what's going to be said. But, I mean, it, it's going to be more or less the same things we've been hearing from Kyle and John this whole time. They're gonna keep it very politically correct, and you know nothing's wrong. Everything's everything's good over here. So it's just a very a very
0: interesting way
1: to approach the this thirty situation. for thirty on
0: how they drafted oh Trey Lance is gonna it's... hit different. <laughs> who, do think, who do you think? I need it tomorrow. I need it Who yesterday. do you think? Who do you think will be the first to bail? And say that they weren't in on Trey Lance and they got coaxed, coerced into having to draft.
1: I think it. Uh, I think Mike McDaniels.
0: Oh, I, he already bailed. I no, get I know. To, I, I, I mean, hey, hey, he's going to be
1: like the first one that. No, no, like, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Think, like, I don't
0: think. It, I. I'm talking about between Lynch, Shanahan, Jed York, oh. Adam Peters. I mean, I say it'll be Kyle. I think Kyle will be the first to pull out. I don't think Lynch will ever, Lynch will ever, I don't think Lynch will ever admit it because Lynch is too uncomfortable doing the wrong thing. Like you can see even when he has to lie in front of the media, like John Lynch is like, I'm lying, like this is the wrong thing, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think Kyle will be the one that'll be like, yeah, I didn't want him. We got talked into it. The fan base but is like, going to riot. Okay,
1: that just opens up another can of worms. And honestly, I feel like this was a Kyle pick. And I, I don't know. I just I feel like Kyle Shanahan has control over all of these decisions at the end of the day. Right, He can, right. He can veto anything. You know, if Steph, someone
0: Steph, Steph, Steph. I think it's weird because all I'll say is that the draft situation was weird. Okay, was it Mac Jones? Was it not Mac Jones? The way everything went, it was weird. Okay, it was really weird. Everybody wants to pretend it was Trey Lance from the beginning, but uh, was it? I don't know. But it was really, really weird. They changed their mind. Did they make their decision? All of that. I lost my train of thought. You can go ahead. Oh, <laughs> no, no, but it, yeah. I
1: mean, you said it. They changed their mind. Clearly, because all the national media was saying that it was Mac Jones, and everyone laughed at the national media. After, right, right, I right. I think they laughed that at came it, right. from somewhere. That came from right. somewhere. Someone in the building knew or thought. Who did they end up picking? Not Mac Jones. So, like, at some point, and, and some point very close to the draft, there was a change of heart. And that makes right. this even more alarming, because, like, how are you going to ch- – for one, I mean, we already talked about the fact that. Oh, they sorry, moved sorry. Up I remember
0: for... my point now. I remember oh, my for point it. now. For yeah. It. So go what it. I was what I was gonna say was like, they changed their mind somewhere, right? All yeah. I gotta say is, if you were so convinced on one of those quarterbacks that you gave up three ones a month before the draft, would you decide to give up on him? Two years and four games into his career, I don't know that they were all in on that when they made the pick. If they've given up this quickly. It's either two options, Steph. We've got two options here. Either they weren't all in from the beginning and they realized, okay, we tried this. It didn't fit our timeline. Brock fits our timeline. We're going forward with that. And we don't have to continue with this. We were not convinced. We took a chance. It didn't work out. We have Brock now. We're okay. We're going to go forward with that. Or he's like the worst quarterback ever in practice to the point that they don't even want to see it in a game, Steph. They don't want to see it in a game. They want to see Brock. They want to see – Sam. I mean, Brock was obviously what Brock was, but they want to see Sam Darnold. They don't want to take a chance on having to see this in a game unless they have to, right? That's the only other option here. I don't know. I've only seen it four times, so I can't say whether he's good or bad yet. Like, I got to see him play back-to-back. But they have decided. They're telling us. They don't Mm -hmm. even want to see this, Steph. They don't want to see it anymore. They've decided it didn't work for them. And if they've already made that decision, again, we have two options. Either he's terrible in practice, which maybe I don't know, or they weren't like all the way there when they made the pick. They took it. They went in half-heartedly. It was like, OK, this didn't really work for us. We still made back to back NFC championship games. We're OK. We're going to continue going forward and we're going to let this go. It didn't work for us.
1: Well, like, of course, he's going to look bad in practice. The dude is still developing. Did they not know that when they picked him? Like that, again, going back to that, that's what made it so baffling. Did they not know how raw he was coming out? Did they not know about, you know, the issues with his mechanics and all that? Did did they not study him? Like, it's really a lot. That's what, right?
0: It's funny because every draft expert, former quarterback had issues with his mechanics, Right we all agreed that this was the rawest quarterback in NFL history. So we knew it would take time. And then it's like his flaws were almost like a surprise to us when these were what everybody was saying before yeah. the draft. And then him. and
1: then used against him, you know, right. and, and of course, like they did try to start him or, or name him the QB one uh, last season. And that didn't pan out because of the injury. So, but that pretty much was his on one him, shot. Right? They hedged
0: on him still. Like, yeah. the 2022 offseason when they brought Jimmy back, like, we were talking about that at the time. It's a but hedge, he looked, like, they're scared.
1: Yeah, and I think then it was for good good reason because at that point, he was dealing with the even worse mechanics because of the finger injury that he had. Right. So he looked worse right. than he, they, he probably did even before.
0: But, which, but how 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 bad was that looking then? right? Like, that was, <laughs> apparently that was... If that, look, Steph, if that freaked him out to the point to bring him back, but put him in a competition with Sam Darnold, right? The question that they never answered, no one asked until Kawakami finally answered it for us, which was that Trey Lance wasn't as what they thought he was even in 2022, was why is he competing with Sam Darnold? right? We understood Brock Purdy had earned the starting job, but how did you get in this situation where you went from giving him the keys to the Ferrari, the Lamborghini, whatever you want to call the Niners, it's a luxury car, it's a beautiful team, it's a great offense, and now he's competing with Sam Darnold, who, you know, Stats hates because he's played 55 games and he has, what is it, 60 turnovers in 55 games? Like, that's what Stats always how says. Does, so how yeah, did we how get does that to that happen? competition, how, right? Like, and that, that was happen? the million-dollar question. And they wouldn't answer it. They kept saying nothing has changed. The media kept saying, hey, nothing has changed with Trey Lance. You're making a big deal of this, all of that. But something changed with Trey Lance, and that means that, hey, 2022 offseason, we're getting gaslit on what was going on. And them bringing Jimmy back, which we all thought it was a hedge was because apparently that I I think that's what had to have turned them off. Right. If he's improved this offseason, Brock's the guy. But between last offseason when he was their undisputed starter and this offseason where he's improved and he's their third string quarterback. Like he must have kind of they must have been out in during the 2022 offseason, I got to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably if he if he did look bad and that finger was causing issues and and that was the reason that he looked bad on top of everything else, uh, him already being, you know, super raw. uh, Yeah, I would imagine it it didn't look good to them. Um, But let's talk about Sam Darnold really quick, because, I mean, we got the news today that he became the the QB2, right? And that's Mm -hmm. kind of been ignored in the grand scheme of things just because like the Trey Lance and, and all that, that discussion has kind of taken over, but Sam Darnold, and you said it, you know, Rob like hates him. Yeah. Uh, well, I Wait, don't Maybe that's we, too strong. Can of we a address
0: word. something in the chat real quick? Cause people yeah, are talking yeah. about the cap situation with Bosa. Look, teams don't, I talked about this on Twitter a little bit today. Teams don't allocate the cap year to year. Okay. They knew about the contract they had to give Nick Bosa in 2022. They knew, they and 2022, guess who was their starting quarterback? We just talked about it for the last five minutes. It was Trey Lance. Do you think in 2023 they expected Trey Lance to be their backup quarterback or their third-string quarterback? I highly doubt it. And so they had a cap plan and a cap situation that included including both of these two guys under their 2023 cap. It's utter crap that they need to remove Trey Lance or get cap space from there to be able to get Nick Bosa paid. That's no.
1: Yeah, and it probably won't even end up saving them a lot of caps, right. pay, it to doesn't, be honest. Right? If the 49ers, and shout out to 49ers Cap for tweeting this earlier, Jason Hurley, um, if the 49ers do trade, trade lands, they'll only save a little on, under $1,940,000 for 2023. Um, due to him already being paid about $2.8 training camp roster bonus, and they would nice save $5.3 in 2024 while having dead money hits of 8.3 million this year, 2023, and 5.5 million dead cap hits in 2024. So there, there's hardly any benefit really to any of this financially. Um, but trading him is better than cutting him because, because cutting him, they would, I think, spend even more money. Um, Vish, really quickly, do you see a scenario in which, like, if the 49ers do trade him, they probably take on even more money because like a team is probably looking at what Lance is getting paid and thinking man I, I don't know if I want to do it
0: you think they would have to pay some of the salaries that would I don't know wondering? I'm wondering
1: like do you think that that would sweeten the deal for a team
0: Steph I I'm I don't think they're gonna be able to trade him Like I, I, my prediction was that they would do what Kyle Shanahan said yesterday. They were going to do. Cause I think they, I thought that they would try to trade the loser of this competition and they wouldn't be able to trade him. I still don't think they're going to be able to trade Trey Lance. They tried to during draft time.
1: Interesting enough. um, Minnesota has come up once again, because they apparently were one of the teams that were interested or just poking around on Trey Lance. Right. I Um, saw
0: Albright talking about that. Yeah.
1: And, and, So, interesting enough, Albright said, my gut says that San Francisco and Minnesota work out a deal that involves lands for a pass rusher with picks going both ways. 49ers do need a pass rusher right now. I mean, like, with Nick Bosa not there, and who knows, maybe he – I don't know if he's going to be ready by week one. Um, Certainly, even if he does get his extension before week one, he probably won't play his full share of snaps. Like if that happens, if the extension happens between like now and and week one, like I don't know if that's just enough runway time to get in like football shape and you want to, you know, make sure his conditioning ramps up in an appropriate manner. Anyway, um, I feel like that makes sense. And Albright's tweet was oddly specific Clearly he's, he's hearing something. So I don't know. My, my money would be on Minnesota right now uh, for a trade for Lance. But that being said, I mean, the. Do you think that's where he
0: goes, right? He's from Minnesota or that area.
1: It would be a great situation for him. Clearly. I mean, Kirk cousins, he's probably not going to be here past this season. Um, I don't know. I mean, we know that Lance needs the reps. I mean, potentially he could get that there next year is
0: isn't and i'm seeing this in the comments too and i was actually thinking the same thing so it's funny that they bring it up but the question with daniel hunter's contract situation right they gave him the one year like 17 million dollar deal i think this offseason but it was like okay we'll both just be with each other for a year kind of deal doesn't daniel hunter want a long-term deal
1: I mean, I would think so. And the 49ers not really in a situation that they yeah. would be willing to give that to him. I mean, they're having a hard enough time. Getting
0: by the way, by the way, the way. Done. shout out to my buddy, Larry Kruger. He said from the beginning, one, that the Niners would trade Lance, two, that now he said it early. I said that they he I said would, it would happen
1: to by during the draft. draft
0: time, during draft time. And I would do those shows with him. And I always said it came during this time. So I'll pat myself on the back for that. Good job, Fish. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, but um he did say that when they do trade Trey Lance, it would be for a situation where they give up picks and give up Trey Lance and get a player back. So it's like, hey, we're all the way in on the win now. Like, hey, we're all the way in on getting it, it like,
1: kind if you get Daniel a little Hunter better back you know?
0: for Trey Lance, right? Like yeah. Daniel Hunter is a very impact, very good player. Um, right, like he would make people forget about Trey Lance at least for a year if Daniel Hunter makes helps them win the Super Bowl. And I that's mean, regardless honestly, of what I've, happens with Everything
1: Trey Lance. we've been saying is that if the 49ers just win a Super Bowl all is forgiven on all of this mess. You know, that's really as simple as that. And they know it too. I mean, not just to right their wrongs, but also to save their jobs. I mean, eventually at some point things, it, like if they don't win something, it's going to be like, mm, like what, what are we doing here? You know, I don't know if that time is right now. These, You know, this window. Well, for- they're still
0: here, right? Because they've been yeah. here, right? Like that's, that's the yeah, point exactly. in all of this, right? Like, I'm just
1: saying. A lot like, of
0: people go like, Because a lot of people always say, right, they say, oh, everybody misses on a draft pick. Everybody misses on trades. Like, you can't win it all. But, like, what usually happens when you miss on a quarterback in the top five? You get fired. That's what happens. Exactly. Like, there is a consequence to missing. Sure, everybody misses. Everybody gets fired for drafting the wrong quarterback. And in this particular case, it's different because despite missing on the quarterback and I, I I say missing because he's the third string quarterback now, two years later, maybe he can still be really good. I mean, that possibility is still out there if he gets somewhere else, or perhaps, you know, things work out for this team. Like we, the story isn't written on Trey Lance. It's just written on Trey Lance and the 49ers to me for now, but either way um, the story's written on that quarterback. And if, again, if they continue to win, it, it doesn't really matter. Right. Like the, right. Like they're still here two years later, despite this, because, they went to back to back nfc championship games and they think they have something in brock purdy well let's find out because if they don't have something in brock purdy then okay this mistake will be the well, one well that's what i'm saying exactly fired. they they right. have they
1: they have this window they they know they have to win a super bowl in this window with brock purdy well, okay, we can go into a whole nother discussion mm-hmm. on, like, Kirk Cousins, like, next year if they don't win something this year. Can you imagine the pressure you, you know, on gonna... whomever
0: if that happens? If you know, in... Oh, my god. You
1: know if the 49ers don't win anything this year, like, all offseason we're just going to hear about Kirk Cousins, whether it's, you know, there's any truth. You think to it so? Or not. I think so. Cause Just because, I... like, can, at, can, every can year. Say
0: something, though, about Brock Yes. It's to me, it's less about like what I feel about Brock or what you feel about Brock. We've never heard Kyle talk about a quarterback like this, too, right? Like no, Kyle drafted Trey ever. Lance third overall, traded up three first round picks about Trey Lance to for Trey Lance. Did you ever hear him say anything about Trey Lance other than oh Trey's a great guy? Like, no, like <laughs> and then Jimmy, like Kyle had we, Jimmy we love Jimmy's long? leadership, right? Great like, leader, or they love how he throws the ball, but in general, like I remember David Lombardi used to throw like alley-oops. Like he would be like, Hey Kyle, you see Jimmy changing the plays and the protections. Is that something he's really grown and audible to be good in your offense? And Kyle would be like, actually all their quarterbacks do that. Like he wouldn't, he would be asked to compliment Jimmy and he wouldn't do it. And now look at how he talks about Brock. Like, he called Whatever, it the real you, deal, right? However you look at the situation, right? Does he not praise Brock more? Than but, at any same, other quarterback but at the same, but at the same
1: time, see? like, should we like how much trust should we put on Kyle Shanahan's like evaluation? Oh, okay, right? okay, that, <laughs> I mean, like, okay, that's
0: yeah, that's that's a different question. So altogether, I, I right? see it both
1: sides. Like I I I'm a Brock fan. You know what he did last year was very convincing to me. Um, and I think he'll continue to do well. But I understand like the skepticism of him as well. I mean, right. it's such a small sample size for him. And yeah, the, the 49ers are putting all of their chips now into the Brock Purdy basket. And, you know, they're gonna they're gonna live with that. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what
0: happens. I know but- what happens. Exactly.
1: Yeah, but like, okay, so Sam Darnold, now right. the PB2, appar- this, apparently separated himself <laughs> about 10 days ago. So, sometime after the Raiders preseason game. Um, I, I don't know if that's true. Cause, like, did you on- get that vibe
0: when you were there?
1: No. I mean, even watching him play, like, and tell me if you kind of get the same sense. But I just felt like Sam Darnold's like, fine. Like, he, he's cool. Like, okay. Like, but he's not blowing me away or anything. And sure. Like he's in the competition to be the backup. So maybe that's what you expect out of a backup, but based on all the praise that we heard of Sam Darnold based on, you know, clearly how Kyle Shanahan feels about Sam Darnold. I think I was expecting a little bit more. And I think for him to be in this competition with Trey Lance, I was expecting Sam Darnold to separate himself more than what I saw. Clearly, according to Kyle Shanahan, he did eventually separate himself, but I don't know if I ever saw it in the preseason games or in the practices that I saw in camp.
0: Okay, yeah, that's fair. I didn't see it that way either. Now, I expected them to go with Sam Darnold even after the Broncos game, because when you look at the mistakes Trey Lance makes, and I think a lot of people try and make Shanahan pretty like complicated, but I actually think he's very predictable. He's only been not predictable once, and people use that one time he wasn't predictable to say that you can't predict anything about him anytime, and that was the one time he took Trey Lance. And so he's pretty predictable, and when you looked at the mistakes that Lance was making in those games, like I was like, yeah, he's not going to go with him over Sam Darnold. And that was with even his upside plays being much better than the one Sam Darnold was providing, right? Like Trey Lance showed a lot of improvement and a lot of promise during the Broncos game. But I knew like, hey, or not I knew, excuse me. I I thought based on those bad plays that Shanahan would go with safer. And that's not a statistically safer. That's an safer in terms of he's going to execute my offense on a higher percentage of plays than Trey Lance. And that's where people don't get it. Like, It's not, hey, Sam Darnold's plays are going to result in more touchdowns or more interceptions. You can't statistically measure that because Shanahan isn't evaluating his quarterback based on that. He's evaluating it based on how well he ex- executes what he's asking him to execute. And at this mm-hmm. point, he feels like Darnold executes that better. Now, that could be an incorrect. And somebody's asking me what mistakes. Well, there was a play on a deep over, right? He's reading it out to over, phantom pressure in the pocket. He ran himself into a sack, like instead of stepping up and throwing the over. And it's, that's a routine play NFL quarterback has to make. The play JT O'Sullivan posted, the one on Hank, like, sure, that's not, I think, the, I think JT was hyper, hyperbolic with saying, like, oh, this isn't an NFL play, all of that. Cause like, you go back and watch like the next plays, he's, he's clearly got NFL talent. Like, he made some pretty great plays in that. But like, that's a really tough play for a coach to say, I'm going to trust that guy if he misreads that on that play. And so those are the little things that I was like, okay, they're going to probably go with, um, Sam Darnold and, and, That's kind of what they've done. Uh, Sorry, that made me lose my exact train of thought on what I was going with before. I I meant to hand it off to you somewhere in there. That's on me.
1: No, you're good. Like, I have been saying that, that like, yeah, obviously you can see that Trey Lance does have this like potential. He shows it. He flashes it here and there. There's a lot of bad mixed in too, but you see that potential with Lance. Now, on the other hand, you have Sam Darnold, whose floor is much higher than lances and sometimes that's all you need and like you mentioned executing the offense is a big thing with kyle Shanahan. like it is the
0: biggest thing right
1: yeah it, it's the only thing so like and do you think that kyle Shanahan cares that sam darnold threw 55 picks like do, do you think he cares and, no, and, and he that's, told that's us where as the much. fan
0: frustration he, he comes though right much like that's where you find him but I, I co- totally get the frustration, too. I understand too. how Shanahan has to look at it. I understand why he looks at it that way. But I also get like, hey, we saw some positives in the Broncos games. We saw a genuine improvement from Trey Lance this offseason. Yeah. What we have also seen from Trey Lance is strong character, right? Like the Broncos game got ugly before it got good. The When he threw the pick on the screen pass, I think a lot of other people would have folded in that situation and, Credit to Trey Lance, he didn't fold. He came back. He made some really nice throws, um, and he played, um, and he played very well—or um, not very well. He played pretty well, um, but I think it's—it's just—it's just one of those situations that they're going with what they feel is best for their team today. Now, is it the right decision? Well, we can't say that today, right? We gotta wait. I guess one to two years. Find out what happens with Brock Purdy find out what happens this year find out what happens with Sam Darnold but i i completely understand why people are upset about it i also understand that this is why the niners went in that direction
1: yeah i mean I, I see both sides i understand that sam darnold hasn't been good in in all of his previous stops like yes objectively you can say you can point at all of the mistakes he's made um in his time in the nfl and and there are quite a few but at the same time like Clearly, Kyle Shanahan doesn't care about that. Clearly, he's bullish on Sam Darnold. I don't know why, but he is. So it's like, okay, maybe there's something we're not seeing. Like that's just what I wonder. Like, is there something we're missing? And in 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 uh, it's Kyle the aesthetics. Shanahan it's keeping, the
0: aesthetics. But in if Kyle I Shanahan, a cut keeping up, Brock
1: Purdy. Oh my bad, I, I
0: didn't mean that.
1: Just go ahead, sorry. What? Oh no, I was just saying in in Kyle Shanahan like believing in Brock Purdy someone who I thought in last year's camp didn't even look good clearly uh-huh. like he's evaluating the quarterback position differently than how we do that's what I just always point to like Kyle Shanahan knows what he wants out of a quarterback and it's different <laughs> it's, it's yeah not it is but I think
0: thing. I think with Darnold too if I created and this is what always happens with Darnold like if I created a cut up even of preseason, of Darnold's throws, his best ones from preseason, and just the look of it, how quickly he gets rid of the ball, how on balance he is, how good the ball looks coming out of his hand, all of those things, the look of it is what a quarterback should look like. So you look at those 10 plays, and every coach coach says it with Sam Darnold. I can make him like that guy in those 10 plays. And the interesting thing is you can do that with Trey Lance in some capacity as well. But I think that the rawness that exists in the bad plays in Trey Lance, and again, the bad plays come from a execution standpoint. So mm-hmm. it's process of how he creates bad plays, right? Like creating phantom pressure. That's one that a coach is going to put a big negative on. And in, in, at least actually, how do I know that? I don't really know that. It's my guess, my interpretation. I could be completely wrong and I will fully admit to being completely wrong, but let's just take my interpretation for what it is right now. And I think that's, Kind of the situation here, Steph. I think that's why they made the decision. And we'll find out.
1: I think so, too. And I forgot who said it, but someone, and it might have been like a national media guy. uh, And if you saw it, let me know fish, but someone said like Kyle Shanahan's very like short sighted. Um, Joe Banner said that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, that like struck me as interesting because Did you not totally see it. Cause you could see it. Like it's so obvious. Like, and okay, it's like, yes. Yeah. I had I a different,
0: impur- I had a different impression of that. I, I just thought that's how all coaches are. Right. Like I feel like exact, like we're talking about coaches and I just like this analogy. So I'm going to say it. The job has more turnover than a Nathan Peterman box score. Okay, right? Like they get fired very fast and very quickly, and they're looking for another job every year. So they can't do the what he can be, what he will be. They can only exist in the realm of what you are and how can I utilize what you are. Executives and scouts, their jobs don't have as much turnover with regimes, right? Like teams replace the GM, but usually the head of scouting, the scouting department, those kinds of things remain pretty consistent. So they're going to be around with an organization for a lot longer. And so they're much more invested in the future, the talent, the prospect and all of that. Banner is a guy with front office executive background. Shanahan's a Mm -hmm. coach. I just thought that that's – because, I mean, like is Bill Belichick not like the most short-sighted coach like we've ever seen? Like Randy Moss complained (laughs) once about getting a contract extension and he traded Randy Moss four games at – Randy Moss – (laughs) <laughs> One of the greatest receivers of all time was created in Week Four by Bill Belichick, right? Like he got rid of Lawyer Malloy and went with Rodney Harrison after winning, I think, a Super Bowl with Roy- Lawyer yeah. Malloy. And so, um, when you look at, I just think all coaches are pretty short-sighted. Like I just think, and that's the nature of the job. Like they can't live in the realm of tomorrow because tomorrow's not guaranteed for them. Just like his quote,
1: "I don't know if I'm going to be alive on Sunday."
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> It makes sense. Let me look at some of these super chats real quick. Shout out Gammon Brown. He said, ice cream or alcohol for sadness? I feel as empty and gray as Fish backdrop. <laughs> so Vish, I've been hearing that like your your backdrop gets a lot of flack because it's just like all black. Looks There's like a lot, black lot of
0: commentary backdrop. about it. I I used to it used to be all white and there used to be a mysterious door back there in my old apartment. And then I moved. And then, so now it's just this like gray background. I thought by adding color, people would be happy, but some, for whatever reason, they need decorations. And you so, I I'm, I'm like, that on was it. a
1: color that you No, chose, no, no. So. It was great. It was great. It's great. Oh,
0: okay. It's great. It's great. Okay. And um, I didn't choose it, by the way. It just came with the apartment. Okay. Do, you, do I look like someone that's very particular about paint color? I'm very <laughs> unbothered by it. It could be green. <laughs> it could be blue. Put up some yeah, decorations. No, Jeez. it's
1: fine. Ah. It's fine. Yeah, put something mm. up. Quanta um, said, right, right. what should is... I put up?
0: Give me some well, recommendations. On yeah, what recommendations. The on.
1: Drop them in the comments for Vish. Kwana Purdy is getting a year. That's it. Cousins will be the Niners QB next year if Purdy isn't. Okay. Interesting.
0: I think Purdy is getting only a year though. I don't know if he might. Carson's I mean, if he next. if he
1: doesn't pan out, like he might. He might. Um, Beats and Meats said Sam Darnold isn't the backup QB we deserve. Sam Darnold is a Backup QB. Oh, isn't the backup QB we need? Sam Darnold is the backup QB we deserve. Interesting. Okay. Sorry that my eyes are watering. Like one of them is watering. I swear I'm not sad about the quarterback situation. Just something's going on. Um, and also, no, Steph, what happened? It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm very. I'm just very upset. No, it's just this one eye. It sometimes gives me issues, but not crying. I promise. Um. Yeah, my age. Do you agree with that
0: though? Do you think Brock gets more than a year?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, it depends how he looks, right? Like, if he looks like a quarterback who's going to get him deep into the playoffs once again, like, no. I mean, they're going to keep rolling with him. But if he looks, man, he looks like he regresses a lot. Then yeah, I mean, because again, Kirk Cousins, as much as some people don't like that conversation. Kirk Cousins is going to be out there. We we just know how much Kyle Shanahan loves him. So I just can't imagine that if both of those stars align, like Cousins being available and Brock Purdy maybe not looking like the same guy as last season, I can't imagine that they don't explore that option, especially because there's been so many times with this regime that, that they've had opportunities to get guys and they didn't pull the trigger on it. And like a lot of people point to... Oh, Tom Brady. You could have had Tom Brady. They said no. And, you know, we ended up getting the Super Bowl. Hard to predict. Right. But, you know, those are the things that I wonder if they think about Cousins. I, you don't I want will, it to you know, you just don't want to be the the one that got away. Right.
0: I don't because look, Cousins salary structure, especially if he's a true free agent, it becomes very, very difficult now. I was the one who was pretty early on that opportunity to get Stafford. I will say if we're going veteran quarterback, kind of a salary structure that perhaps you could work with. Dak is kind of the option here. The Dallas has an extended Dak, But again, even getting away from that, specifically to you on my question on Purdy, I think it's pretty simple for Purdy because I think they covet the salary structure. As long as he starts the majority of games, so if Purdy gets hurt and it's a long-term injury, I don't think Purdy's the starter next year if that makes sense. He's got to start the majority of the games first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And as long as they have a winning season that includes making the playoffs, I think he'll be the quarterback the next year. They have a season that makes the playoffs, it doesn't matter how well they do in the playoffs. If they make the playoffs with his salary structure, him still being 24-25, I think he's the quarterback. But if they go 5 and 12, they go 6 and whatever 17 minus 6 and 11, Stuff like that, uh, I don't think so. (laughs) We'll
1: see. Uh, Brother Bob said, three firsts, one third, uh, 30 million. Worst trade ever TL to Miami. Yeah, I mean, I think in the franchise history, probably for sure, like the worst trade (laughs)
0: <laughs> it it's Ever. it's up there yeah especially because i weak i can't even 100 percent call trey lance a failure you know what i mean like i can't say hey trey lance trey lance sucks like i don't i don't even definitely know that today yeah
1: yeah i mean it, it could be a, a bad trade two ways because it could be a bad trade because he can end up panning out like wherever he goes and that looks really bad or I don't know. He ends up being a bust. And but you, you traded him. You traded three first for him like that looks bad, too. So no no matter what happens, it doesn't look good for the 49ers. Beats and Meats said, uh, what are the chances that Lance goes to the Dolphins after we gave the Dolphins three first to move up and get him? Mike McDaniel would treat him right. I don't no. know. Like, I, I don't think Mike McDaniel. I don't think that's him, I don't <laughs> think he's
0: interested there. No, I'm going to yeah. say no.
1: Yes, I've seen people throw that idea out there. I just don't think that's
0: going I, let's to I let's just say I feel very confident about saying no to that one. Yeah. Very yeah. confident.
1: Yeah, same. Um, so what are the potential landing spots for Lance? We already talked about Minnesota. Um, I feel like the Bucks, I mean, their quarterback situation is I don't mugged. like that spot
0: for him either. Because to me, the Bucks, everybody's checked out. Trey Lance needs a team that's young but ascending. They have-
1: but they have, like, I, I see that. I see that. But they Everybody's been paid.
0: Uh, yeah, everybody's been paid. I think they're going to be a mess with Baker this year. Maybe they're pretty good with Baker. Maybe everybody checks back in, but I don't know. I think once Brady got them that ring, once everybody got paid, I think it turned into, hey, the Cleveland Cavaliers won a ring and paid J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson. Well, the Bucks paid a lot of J.R. Smith's and Tristan Thompson's to me. Um, But I, I think Atlanta is the one team, right? Yes.
1: Like, People said
0: Atlanta was going to take Trey Lance at four before the 2021 draft. This is the same regime. It's Arthur Smith. They're a young ascending team. They have a very good offensive line. Arthur Smith's a very good run game coordinator. Perhaps the best not named Kyle Shanahan, run game designer in the NFL. Their run game is very good. Bijan Robinson's a terrific player. Pitts is terrific. London is pretty good. They have some pretty talented players on defense between AJ Terrell, Richard Grant's a nice player. Um, they're young and ascending there, and so Atlanta would make sense. But here's my thing. Atlanta had a chance to do it before the start of the offseason and bring him in with Desmond Ritter, yeah. right? Like
1: They like Ritter, they, and Ian like, why not?
0: reported, and John Lynch verified that the Niners were open to trading Trey Lance during draft time. And mm-hmm. sounds like Atlanta didn't make a peep about it because they wanted to go forward with Desmond Ritter. And so I don't know what changes about that now unless Desmond Ritter has had a catastrophic offseason And if Desmond Ritter has had a catastrophic offseason, Steph, I don't think Trey Lance getting him in on August 23rd saves Atlanta. I think their season's in the tank. They put their eggs in that basket and that egg, that that that, you know, that killed them. But if we're talking specific to Trey Lance, to me, Atlanta's the one that I'm like, okay, if you don't say Minnesota, okay, that one he could have a chance. That could be excellent for him.
1: And this isn't like the year that teams would hate to tank. I mean, you could say that for a lot of years, but this year, I think some teams, it's looking kind of enticing for some of the bad teams. So no, no point in making any move that might give them any, (laughs) any upside, any win.
0: Let me ask you this. Do you think that's why Washington is saying, let's try this out with Sam Howell for a year? Saying, I think they
1: like Sam Howell. I mean, I think he has shown, like, from what I've seen, he looks pretty good.
0: Um, Let me ask you this, though. Ron Rivera's had how many losing seasons in a row? Like, Ron Rivera, Arthur Smith, Arthur smiths that's two losing seasons in a row. Like, I think the pressure will rise, you know, this year. Yeah, and they're going sure. with unknowns at quarterback. I got to wonder if it's, like, the ownership putting their foot down in Washington saying go with Sam Howell because they want to perhaps if it doesn't work with Sam Howell, they don't want to make a big swing or a big investment so that the place is open for the next guy. They don't want to do what Matt Nagy and uh, whoever the Brian Pace did to the Bears where they drafted Justin Fields and then they fired them. And the new regime had to inherit Justin Fields, right? Like they want to give the new regime a clean state and clean shot at quarterback, perhaps same thing in Atlanta, right?
1: Yeah, I mean it. It could be. I. I don't know. I mean, again, like we talk about Trey Lance being an unknown. There's not a lot of teams that are exactly like jumping at the chance to to want to find out what he could be on their team. Just because if he didn't pan out with the 49ers, it's like, oh, like, man, it, would he even pan out here? That you would think be. A, that? I don't know. I think yeah. There's got to be some pause from teams. If, for that you reason. Know,
0: I guess so. Yeah. I mean, we, we have we have been I mean we have been, been talking the last four hasn't been years trading about every quarterback, every quarterback working on the 49ers. So I guess they're their that mindset definitely, I guess, yeah, would have yeah, some validity. Sure. It's,
1: it's definitely there. Uh Scotty Dippin says it's not about Yale name. for me. Yeah, it's an awesome name. Uh <laughs> yeah. Scotty Drippin maybe would have been Good to consider that. Unless his name um, is actually
0: Scotty Dippin, which is a fantastic that's coincidence. Elite. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so he said, it's not about TL for me. His skill set was exciting because of the idea of a philosophical change. I'm tired of the ball control style from the offensive genius. Um, Kyle knows what he wants. I think he experimented. I think he, and I think also this is where the misevaluation comes in too. I think he he wanted a Josh Allen. He's He has said that much. And I think when he got Trey Lance, he was thinking this is my chance to have that type of offense and this guy who can, you know, be athletic and mobile too uh, and work him into my offense. But when it came down to trying to figure out what that would look like, he's like, this isn't fun. I already have. So
0: I disagree with all of this. I disagree with all of it. I don't think they got Trey Lance and we're going to have a philosophical change, right? Like what was Trey Lance in college? threw the ball 15 times a game. They ran the ball. It was a majority of ball control offense, play action, under center. I think that was the plan with him, too. That's why they ran him as much as they did. They wanted to control the game, running the ball, winning with their defense. He just added a more explosive element when they wanted to push the ball down the field, and he added an element in the run game. It was that diverse skill set with their scheme that I think they wanted. I don't think that they're, all of a sudden their offense was going to be – now they're going to be the Bills where they – are in spread basically every play, right? Trips to the right, Stefan digs to the single receiver side, put Allen in the gun and basically have him in drop back pass 45 times a game. Like Trey Lance was never yeah. equipped to do that. That's he didn't even do like the two-minute drill against the Denver is the Denver is like the third two-minute drill Trey Lance has done in his career, right? Like, wasn't yeah. one of the big criticisms yeah. of him that he didn't even run a two-minute offense once in college? I don't
1: so I I don't. Think I agree on the philosophical change thing, but I do think remember the the time that they were experimenting with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, like having yeah. this two two quarterback thing. And when asked about like why he stopped doing that, he said it was like difficult to like change the offense or something like that. That it was too much of a difference. It was hard for the offense to adjust. What do you have to adjust to if it's the same offense
0: I well because they had the zone read element right to every play because they wanted to use the run game element of the quarterback but I also think the philosophical change was just uh hey like what the F are you doing Kyle when Jimmy takes us all the way down the field and because you drafted the guy third overall and you want him to get the stat you let him throw the easy touchdown on a return route to Trent Shurfield that is wide open like I think that was more of a political situation than it was a play sequencing situation, but we'll never know. Even that
1: was, even that was awkward. Um, Mm. But, but look, Vish, I mean, I think we've about covered every like side topic we could uh, potentially, you know, touch on with this, you know, whole quarterback debacle or whatever you want to call it. Um, Sam Darnold, QB2, Trey Lance, TBD. Um, Is this what you
0: expected by the way?
1: I mean, yeah, I think. I oh, think you did. It. Okay. So I, I don't know. I, I go back and forth because I'm like, this team is convincing sometimes. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, like they do really like all of them. And they, I think they do want to keep them in all off season. I was like, no, like Trey Lance is eventually going to get traded. So at some point I think I get convinced and they gaslight us. Like, <laughs> you know, they do. They, we've said it. Um, so I was like, you oh, know, they're going to keep them all. And then he still could keep them all. Even despite all this, Trey Lance could still end up being on the roster, uh, the 53 man, and maybe he gets traded somewhere down the line. If he, they don't get right. an offer that they like right now. Right. Which is probably a you know pretty big who possibility. Do
0: you, who do you like trading for him ultimately between Tampa Bay, Minnesota and Atlanta, the three teams we discussed.
1: I mean, just based on knowing that if, if, a trade with Minnesota happened that a pass rusher would be involved that uh, that entices me I'm I'm intrigued so I, I don't know what the Bucks would give up like
0: maybe you get Shaq Barrett there
1: yeah I wouldn't even mind like an deal, off- like a tackle <laughs> Ooh, no <laughs>
0: they're not gonna give up Tristan worse right there's no, <laughs> no chance they're gonna build their like franchise a re- uh, yeah a re-
1: like a really good backup tackle because like I'm I'm just concerned with the depth on the offense bucks are in side,
0: the market but. for a good backup tackle too i'll tell you that
1: <laughs> every all all the 31 other teams are I right think. um but yeah i mean that's that's kind of where i see this going We'll we'll see what happens with lance uh i don't think any of us really know but vish like i have fun talking football with you so definitely gonna have to do this uh again 100%. once the season starts
0: maybe and, with uh, a better background
1: yeah we're, yeah Send Vish some recommendations for backgrounds, some decor, <sighs> something, uh, you know, to li- lighten up his life back there. Um, and, yeah, well, thanks, Vish, for, for joining me today. And uh, go Niners, everyone. Peace.